Philippians 3, 7 and 8. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. The Apostle Paul, along with an untold multitude over the centuries, sacrificed everything for this excellent knowledge. Brother Paul sacrificed everything. Even his very head was taken from him when the wicked Roman leader Nero had him executed by decapitation. This excellent knowledge that redeems the soul unto eternal life, this excellent knowledge that answers every question and that solves every problem, this excellent knowledge that brings forgiveness, peace, joy, and purpose belongs to the blood-bought. The excellency of this knowledge is bigger than careers. Careers fade away. This excellent knowledge is bigger than your spouse. Spouses divorce or die. It's even bigger than mortal life itself. Life ends, but the excellent knowledge even delivers from the very sting of death. John chapter eleven twenty five and 26, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Have you yet to be born again? Are you ready to surrender your all for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus? It is not possible to exaggerate the glory of this place. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Deuteronomy twenty-eight fifteen through 29, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings, wherein thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, until he have consumed thee from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, and with a fever, and with an inflammation, and with an extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and with mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish." And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thy feet shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, and shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcass shall be meat unto all fowls of the air, and unto the beast of the earth, and no man shall fray them away. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt, 
and with the emrods, and with the scab, and with the itch whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness, and blindness, and astonishment of heart. And thou shalt grope at noonday, as the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed, and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. God said, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. God said, Isaiah forty-eight seventeen and 18, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldst go. O oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments! Then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. Man said, We are an educated people, and in no need of the God crutch. We have the solutions to our problems. Science will lead the way. Our science is our God. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. This is feature article 645 that will once again prove the full inerrancy of the God-authored Holy Bible. These features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as weapons in the war for the souls of men. Take advantage of three valuable features on God Said, Man Said. One, you can download the entire website to your iPod. Listen to one every day. We think of it as a gospel sandwich. Two, create your own gospel tract. Select the subject you think someone you're concerned about would be interested in and use the simple tell-a-friend feature above to send it. Number three, do you have a question? Type in a keyword into the God Said Man Said search bar above right and the screen will populate with relevant subjects. Thank you for visiting us today. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. The foundational principles you will find in the next few sentences are found on God Said Man Said numerous times and they need repeating here again. In reality, I should remind myself of them on a daily basis. They are just that critical. 1. The Word of God found in the majority text Holy Bible is the inerrant, supernaturally authored truth, amazing miracles and all. 2. Truth knows no opinion. Truth has no equal. Truth has zero tolerance for all other positions, for that is the simple nature of truth. 2 plus 2 equals 4, and 3.99 just won't do, no matter how well intended. Number 3. Inherent within every commandment of God is a blessing or a curse. Disregard the commandment and suffer the curse, the results of doing the wrong thing. Obey the commandment and enjoy the blessing, the results of doing the right thing. Men demand proof that the Bible is the immutable words of the living God, but the real fact of the matter is that when the challengers are confronted with proof, they refuse to acknowledge it. Jesus lays it out so aptly in John chapter 3, 19 and 20. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. A monumental and ubiquitous demonstration of the proof of holy writ is the curse, the results of doing the wrong thing. Remember Galatians 6, 7 again, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, 
For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. When a nation or an individual rejects God's words, they mock God, and the results will, by necessity, follow. Deuteronomy chapter 28 is a classic biblical declaration of blessing and cursing, which was spoken unto the nation of Israel by Moses. These were God's instructions for nation building. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2 says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Marvelous promises of blessing continue until verse 15, where the shift takes place to the curses the disobedient will participate in. The next 53 verses are the things that shall come upon the nation that mocks God's word. Consider Deuteronomy 28:17, verse 20 and verse 33. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed alway. There is a series on God Said, Man Said titled The Wages of Sin. A few excerpts follow. In these articles, we catalog the cost of disobedience to a nation and its citizenry. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. The formula for assessing the cost of sin in the Wages of Sin series, as demonstrated in the first feature, was as follows. The number of American households in 2006 was 124 million, 521,886. I took the cost of crime at $2.04 trillion and divided it by the number of households, yielding a cost of crime per American household of $16,383. Next, I took the cost of crime per household of $16,383 and divided it by the medium U.S. household income of $47,034. This yielded the annual crime rate of 35% levied against every American household. The wages of sin are staggering in every conceivable way. End of quote. In the final installment of the Wages of Sin series, we listed the sin, calculate its cost by percentage of U.S. household income, and tally the cost. It is listed below for your consideration. Crime, 35%. Pornography, 4%. Divorce, 3.4%. Drugs, 3%. Usury, 11%. War, 10%. Alcohol, 40%. Excuse me, 4%. Subtotal, 70.4% sin tax. This calculation does not include the cost of homosexuality, fornication, adultery, pedophilia, sexually transmitted diseases affecting one out of five Americans, abortion, loafing on the job, etc., With just a sin listed in the calculation, if you earn $10 per hour, $7.04 is paid to Mr. Sin. When you add in the sins above, I'm sure the percentage will hover around 90%. End of quote. The wisdom, the health, and the wealth of a nation's citizenry are the measurements of its global stature and power. Imagine a people 
who are not plagued by crime, pornography, divorce, drug addictions, usury, alcoholism, or war, for wars would be rare if a nation was supremely dominant and made it a habit of taking the spoils of war. Surely that nation would be set on high above all the nations of the earth. God's plan for a nation building is found in his commandments. The nation that excels will be the one that observes them. This nation building begins one citizen at a time, one household at a time. Bring yourself and your family before the Lord in obedience and receive God's blessing, the blessing of doing what's right. End of quote. Deuteronomy 28 verses 22 and 28 reads, The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and with the sword and with blasting and with mildew. And they shall pursue thee until thou perish. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. R. R. Wilcox was the senior assistant medical officer for the Department of Venereal Diseases, St. Mary's Hospital, London, and physician in charge, Department of Venereal Diseases, King Edward VII Hospital, Windsor. Dr. Wilcox had this to say in an article titled, Venereal Disease in the Bible. The headline is, Syphilis, the Egyptian Disease. When Moses described the punishments that were likely to ensue upon disobedience of the laws, he said, The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt, and with the emeralds, and with the scab, and with the itch whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness, and blindness, and astonishment of heart. Emrods has always offered translating difficulties. References made in the Psalms to enemies being smitten in the hinder parts, and this is supposed by some to mean hemorrhoids, but it could equally well apply to the Candeloma Lata of secondary Louise. If the first part of the punishment can be made to apply to early syphilis, the madness, blindness, and even astonishment of heart are surely prophetic of the later manifestations of this disease, end of quote. Has this nation, and is this nation, participating in the curse? The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Free Love and Sex Superbug. Satan hides his desire to kill you behind a promise. During the 1960s and its generation of rebellion and unbridled lust came the term free love. It represented the idea of sexual freedom. God's commandments against fornication, adultery, homosexuality, etc. had man in bondage long enough. It was time to break on through to the other side. Keep in mind that in 1953, the I Love Lucy show was censored for using the word pregnant. During the 1960s, sexual promiscuity was glamorized by Hollywood, academia, and the culture at large in a new and aggressive way. Fornication of all sorts, including open-ended marriages, cohabitation, homosexuality, pedophilia, and more, has only grown since. America has had 60 years of free love, but as usual, Satan hides death behind his promise. Satan called it free love. Before we reveal the new sex superbug that could be worse than AIDS, check out this short list of the fruits of free love in the USA. 70 million cases of genital herpes and HPV. 5 million cases of chlamydia. 1,100,000 cases of gonorrhea. 1 million people with HIV. 45,000 people with AIDS. 300,000 people with hepatitis B. 
120,000 cases of syphilis, 20 million people addicted pornography, 25% of women sexually molested by the age of 18, 123 million Americans affected by a sexually transmitted disease. 79,914 arrest reports by the FBI for sex crimes other than prostitution. 50 million abortions. Multitudes of children born out of wedlock. A minority of children currently being raised with both biological parents in the home and a whole lot more. End of quote. The list of curses that follow the nation that mocks God's word is long and even everlasting. For the man who is truly looking for proof, he need look no further than the results of disobeying inerrant truth, the results of doing the wrong thing. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. God said, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. God said, Isaiah forty-eight seventeen and 18, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldst go. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. Then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. Man said, We are an educated people, and in no need of the God crutch. We have the solutions to our problems. Science will lead the way. Our science is our God. Now you have the record.